Yo, so, tech guy Nick, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. Doing awesome, man. It's That's good great. to see you today, man. It's great to see all of you here. Yeah, it's a bunch of people in this room, huh? Yeah, more than more than usual. This podcast is getting pretty. It's getting pretty serious. It's getting pretty. Have you notice that? Yeah. We got a lot of downloads. People are talking yeah. about it and laughing, which is great. We got like real sponsors now who are paying money. Hey, did you trim your beard up? Yes. It's cool, man. I can almost yeah. see your face now. Yeah, I like to keep it neat. Hey, do this real quick. Do this. Boop, boop, boop. Can you try to make that sound? No. Does it just happen sometimes? No. <laughs> I'm staying away from this because does it happen? I feel like, like does it happen uncontrollably sometimes? I feel like this is like you're not even trying. No. Boop, 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 boop. Am I being a wolf or am I being Bigfoot? Which what's what's what's, what's the end game? Oh, you know, here? it's not a wolf with big feet. Well, they technically Ooh. do have big paws. Exactly, they do got big paws. Speaking yeah. of paws, I just took one. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a pause. Pause. So listen. Yeah. Guess we're about to do. Um, Guess we're about to do. Talk, talk about things on a, on a podcast. We're about to talk about some things on a podcast. Yeah. That's right. Speaking of things. Yes. What's up with old girl? She's doing well. Cool. Is she a good thing? Yes. Cool. Because he defines a good thing. No, he finds a wife finds a good thing. Yeah, he defines a wife finds a good thing. It's Did you find a wife? Time. Probably. You might have found a wife. That is awesome. I'm so pumped and excited for you, nigga. It'd be great, man. The odds are my fa- like. Okay, so you know how they make you. <laughs> the odds are in his favor. I volunteer as tribute. So, like, okay. So one of the things I know that dri- that drives you crazy on the road is I always leave chance for possible failure, just because nothing. Like the only thing that's certain in life yeah, is death sure and taxes, do. and it drives you crazy because I'm like. We're in the high 90s that things are going to go... Part, you're like, no, that I need a definite dope. answer. That is... Oh, so, this is a teaser. We're supposed to just tease people. Yeah, anyway, sorry. We should push the button. We should push the button. Let's push the button. We got an intro button. We're going to push it. Yep. Wait, wait. You just stuck your finger in your mouth? Yeah, dude? just make the pop button. That's, that's the sound, yeah, try right? To, watch this, watch this. <laughs> that was so much better. Would you put your finger in your hand? Don't don't shake my hand before you leave. It's just nasty. Put your finger in your mouth. Well, I've got hand sanitizer. Or somebody does, probably. some mouth sanitizer, too. Oh Button, please. Okay. I love this podcast. You'll be laughing out loud, and all of a sudden, boom, something that can really help you drops in your lap. I like it because I unexpectedly learn about life. It is so funny. I get to laugh and learn about life at the same time. I like listening to Funny How Life Works with the car of my parents. <laughs> with the car in my parents? Okay. Yo, the non-sponsored sponsor we want to give a shout-out to is Doggone Gateway Church. We yes. love Gateway Church. They're awesome Absolutely. people. Did you guys hear what Pastor Robert Morris recently said about my book? I think we should pull up the video. The first time I ever heard Michael Jr., I thought, this is one of the funniest guys I've ever heard in my life. But the first time I ever met him and talked with him, I thought, this is one of the most brilliant people on earth. This guy's incredible. And I just want to encourage you to get his new book, Funny How Life Works. God's anointing is on Michael Jr. in such a way that he makes us laugh and yet teaches us about God and how God's created us and God's purpose for our lives. Get his new book, Funny How Life Works. That was dope. I did a great Robert Morris impression just now, didn't I? He does a good job reading off the cue cards we gave him. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to leave, Nick. All right, cheers. No, don't leave. We need somebody to run this tech up in here. All right, so I'm super excited about this, what we're about to do right now. We're about to jump into chapter... Chapter 19. Chapter 19. 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. 
In Vietnam, he was 19. That was a song back in the day. I don't even know what it meant. In Vietnam, he was 19. What does that mean? I, I'm guessing that the kid was 19. Go, quote, I mean, Google it. Watch something going to pop up. It was a song back in the day. In Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. It, it's something. I don't know what it is. It's just in my head. I'm guessing I'm, that's talking about that the, the kid was. Paul what? Hardcastle? Uh, name of the song is 19. Yeah. In Viet, really? Yeah. How, how's it go? In Vietnam, he was 19. <laughs> 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 Told you. Told you, girl, ball. literally all it says? No, 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 19. 19. Yeah, it's in Vietnam, he was 19. No, no, 19, 19. Yeah, it's about a 19-year-old Vietnam soldier. Yeah. See? Told you. What does have to do with anything we're talking about? I don't know. You're the one who said it. You're like, just out randomly, it's just like, that is weird. Vietnam, you got to watch what music you listen to, because that stuff gets stuck. Yeah. Before we hop into that chapter... We have a review I'd love for us to read. Oh, we oh, got absolutely. a review. Yeah, we got a review. A review, a review of the podcast? Hey, yes. Yes. by the way, if you leave a review, we might read your review on air. So please leave a review. Also, tell other people about the podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with other people. Leave comments, post on social media, do all of those things. Because every time someone else learns about us, chances are we'll get more money somehow. Right, Nick? Isn't that what? I, I guess. Well, yeah, the more it's like... Excuse me. The more that you share us around and everything like that, there's more opportunities for other sponsors to come on, more opportunities for for us to reach more people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, just influence people for the better. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we want to use laughter. I mean, it's called funny how life works, where we use funny to help people understand how life, life works. Works. Yeah. Boom, and that's what we want to do. It's not about the money, but it's, it's good if we funny. get paid though. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. It's not about the money. It's about the funny and helping the folks. Let's read a review. Check it. This one is from your mom, your mom. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you talking about my mama? No, it's your mama. It's from your mom, your mom? She I have no idea whose kids. mom this is. Okay, go ahead, read. Keep them babies off the street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those who don't know, from episode 17, my, I talked about my nephew. I should call my nephew up, man. Yeah, that'd be funny. I should call him. So I, I have a nephew, and when he was three years old, I used to say, there's a line from, uh, from Boys in the Hood, Ice Cube's opening line in the movie. Mm-hmm. It was some, it was a kid in the street or something. And he ran and grabbed the kid off the bed. He was like, "Keep them babies off the street." And mm-hmm. I just thought it was a great line. He used to always say it. And then my nephew, like three years old, would just randomly say that to me. Like maybe mm-hmm. four years old, but he had add Uncle Michael on the end of it. Like, keep them babies off the street, Uncle Michael. <laughs> and we somewhere in public. <laughs> well, I got babies in the street. It was just keep them babies out the street, Uncle Michael. Anyway, let's read the review. Episode 17 is my favorite, but I got paid, though. When I first saw this, I was like, Gail, no way. <laughs> Gail, no. Gail, no. This dude is my favorite. Oh, did they say which dude is on model? Uh, five bucks and everything in your wallet says it's you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to oh, assume they're talking about You think it's me? Oh, that's so cool. That's mm-hmm. great. That's a great review. Hey, how's your mom doing, yo? See, when you do the radio voice. How's you, how, how's what Gail? if I did it? Hey, Michael, how's your mom doing? See, it's no weird. Oh, man, I will jump over you. <clears throat> okay. I'm you might sorry. be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Ooh, a doctor. Oh, boy, I'm telling you. Any you got to sti- watch out. Anybody good with My needles? mom is dope. Stitches? My mom is great. Mm-hmm. We should have our moms on the show. My mom won't. I'm going to call pitched, my mom. I pitched that idea. I'm going to call my mom. It didn't go over very well. Then my call sister her. threw me on death. See if she answers. See if she what answers. What kind of crazy is the she mama going to answer the phone? My mama going to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I better let, she, let her know she's on the podcast immediately, though. It's going to be. <laughs> okay. 
my mama called my mama. My dad, my dad answered. It's gonna be a whole another. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a whole another show. That'd be a lot of fun. They got a house phone, so it'll take a while to get to it. <laughs> they still got a house phone? Is the landline? Yeah, they got a landline. Those line. still exist? Oh my gosh, you kids. Hello, is Gail there? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> my mom didn't answer. She's going to call back, though. She's going to call back. I love mm-hmm. you, mommy. Call me. Call me. I love you. Yo, so here's what we're going to do today. We're, I'm going to share a story from the book, but mm-hmm. this story, was Nick here for this story when this happened on the road? Was Nick there? I don't think Nick, so. Nick, were you there? For chapter, what is it, chapter 19? Mm-hmm. Were you there for this? The, I can't tell you the story. I don't want to give away the story. When we went and played basketball. Okay. We play basketball a lot on the road. Yeah, we? we do. Okay, so this chapter is bananas, dude. Anyway, I think, I, I think we'll jump into the chapter because it's really about yeah. believing for the impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's what it really mm-hmm. is. It's about believing for the impossible as opposed to finding the obstacles. Because you're either going to believe for the impossible or you're going to notice the obstacles. Yeah. Ooh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. You're going to either notice the obstacles or you're going to believe for the impossible. Yeah. And it's true that, you know, with man, a bunch of stuff is impossible. Anyway, this chapter, I wasn't even going to add to the book because it sounds too amazing. Yeah. For real. Like, I was like, <clears throat> I don't think this is going, this don't make any sense. Yeah. You ever had anything impossible? Yes. Happen in your life? Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I know you're dating somebody, but like, have you ever had anything like... Well, no, I'm out of stories. <laughs> <laughs> so no. what? So what is something? What you got? So... <clears throat> it was probably the first time I was uh, I was a call for um, a night of worship that was going on and I only had like maybe three hours to prep for it and I wasn't as skilled as I am now at guitar but I had nine songs to learn for the night of worship and I was only familiar with two and I had three hours including driving and getting there and setting up to prep for it and learn all the songs but I ended up playing a perfect set that night wow you know what that means hmm. that means that like if you would have had more than uh, if you'd have had three or four days yeah to practice mm-hmm. it probably would have just been okay but because that stuff was impossible you had to lean on god mm-hmm. right yeah and, and he made it a perfect set yeah because right. it, was, in, it was just yeah. in your opinion yeah well, no no there's just no flaws that's great man. that's, that's cool. great man you're such a humble guy too that's what's so cool about it yeah what that's stating a fact i didn't make any mistakes on that set no that's dope that's, that's really good cool. it was fun that's dope. That was a lot of fun. That is dope. They have that little click track thing playing too, right? Yeah, metronome. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Usually you do the accents on the eighth notes. So you have the hard click on the tick. And you have the talk on the eighth notes. And then sometimes you put in 16th notes if it's like really, really slow. Like if it's in the 16th. Are we hearing range. your thoughts right now, Nick? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just elaborating on how how it goes. Yeah, you're an elaborator. Yeah, I you are an elaborator. Elaborator. Yes. Cool. How much have you shared with your new girlfriend? A lot. Like you, you went all in. You told her what went wrong with the last relationship. Yeah, that was like date two or three. Date two or three. Yeah. No, she's cool. a therapist, so I mean, she's like, she asks a lot of hard oh, questions, which is great. Oh, she's practicing on you. <laughs> no, I asked her about that. I was like, so does that mean you're gonna try and that like, is brilliant. Me? I was like, you're gonna. Like, Date a therapist? Well, Brilliant, told dude. Me I you should... gonna save money? Yeah, people told me I should see a therapist, so I just did it the way that didn't expect me to. <laughs> you went old school. All you gotta do is buy dinner instead of one hundred seventy-five dollars an hour. That is brilliant, dude. Is she? Is she you like her? Yeah. Does she know that you guys are dating, or does she just think? No, she she, she knows. She she's oh. definitely very aware of that. Man, what does that mean, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that right there mean, Nick? She's definitely very aware of that. <laughs> what was that? 
There was no mwahaha. So now it sounds like I'm like in an evil laboratory of some form. No, there was, man. No. Yeah. No. There was something extra. You kissed her yet? See, why are we diving into this part? Yeah, we were did. supposed to be talking about... You did. You kissed her. Preparation. We're talking about the impossible. impossible. Yeah. Did you kiss her? Why are we talking... That, uh, is that part because you think it's impossible <laughs> for me to kiss her? Well, how tall is she? She's 5'7". Five, 5'7". Seven. Five, seven. Yes. You're 6'7". So it's yes. pretty hard to kiss. Not necessarily. I mean, it's a foot difference. Not necessarily. A, you gotta, you gotta go. She you, wears heels, but you do too. No, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes. Have you ever tried heels on? Ever? Just think. Be honest. There's a Bible somewhere in here on somebody's phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever wore heels? Fun. You ever wore heels? No. When you was a kid, you never tried on some heels. No. Nick. No. Never. No. A dress. The closest thing I've ever tried on heels is my dad's combat boots. Did your sister ever put you in a dress? I don't think so. Oh, you're trying to block it out, huh? If if she did, I have blocked it out. Yeah, yeah, that stuff will harm you. Yeah, that'll you that'll wanna, mess you up. Yeah, you don't want them pictures showing up. In the, later I don't on. think there are any pictures of any of that stuff. I hope not. We if have, if not, it's a seriously made. repressed memory, and then it'll be. So with that being said, don't forget, guys, you can get the book. It's called Funny How Life Works. Mm-hmm. You can get it everywhere books. Tell them about the book, uh, where they can get it at. <clears throat> Anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, or you can go to funnyhowlifeworksbook.com. And purchase from there. Yes, the proceeds are going where, Nick? Uh, to a black family in America. <laughs> That's completely true. It's my family, people. <laughs> my family is black. Listen, I didn't choose. I didn't make that happen. It's the Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I could have got a white family, I don't know how that works. But we will sponsor one if you buy enough books. <laughs> <laughs> How's that gonna work? I don't know, Nick. Or like, if they became a. Patreon. A, a patron. Oh, that's right. If you become a patron, we will support. How does this work? What are we talking about? Well, they, say, they still support <laughs> you. Support somebody. <laughs> I like you, Nick. You're mm. awesome, dude. It's so good to be around you, man. I really do like being around you, Nick. For real, man. Yeah. Every time you, every time you're that guy, Nick is just awesome. Everybody. Aww. Oh, by the way, um, yeah, we have a. Uh, we should read. Can we read a book review? Yes. We're gonna read a book review. We've been getting these reviews in from all over the place, mainly Goodreads. But uh, these are some reviews of the book. And then we're going to go ahead and jump into chapter 19. Because you know why? In Vietnam, he was 19. <laughs> in Vietnam, he was 19. No, 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 Where did you hear that song? I don't even know where I would have heard that song from. Yeah, because you don't listen to music. I don't even listen to music. Where, see, that's yeah. why you got to be careful what you do listen to. Because yeah. that stuff will just show up in your life. Yeah, no, no I get that. Boom, doom, doom, doom. Wait, wait, no. She's right. pulling up the review. We're reading a review to the book. Check book it. Review. Dave B. Dave, Dave B. B. Sound like a rapper. A. Yo, I'm Dave B. You wish you was me, but you ain't. See? And I've got bony knees. <laughs> you do, but it's not about you. Yep. This is the funniest book I've read in a long time. But more importantly, it's about finding your purpose in life. I love books that make me think and laugh. After 2020, I so needed this book. I still don't know my purpose in life, but thanks to this book, I'm ready to sit down and figure it out. Wow. Good stuff, David B. That's great. Here's one of the things you got to do to understand what your purpose is. You got to move all the junk out the way. Like what I mean is stop worrying about money. I mean, stop. Some people, it's going to be really hard to just stop, but take five minutes. I'm sorry. Take 50 minutes out. And just say, okay, I'm going to remove money, remove job, remove what I think I want to do. And just say, what would I do if I, if I got up from the seat right now and was going to serve somebody? Who would it be? Who would I give to? 
if all I could do, if this was the last move I was going to make and I didn't have to worry about anything, what would I take to somebody and who is that somebody, who would that somebody be? And then, so, so that, those types of actions right there will get you closer to better understanding what your purpose be. But with mm-hmm. that being said, let's jump into this chapter 19 because yes. this thing is like, we, didn't, we weren't going to add this thing because the way it happened, it just didn't seem like it could happen. But this is me, this is the audio version of me reading a book, uh, chapter, <clears throat> Funny How Life Works, chapter 19. Check it. Chapter 19, just call me the love doctor. Comedy is the vehicle, not the destination. Helping people to get in a position where they can do more and more, that's how I like to get down. Comedy affords me a platform to do exactly that. Challenge people to find their purpose. Because I know that this is my calling, there are times where I can be pretty bold. Anytime I feel a prompting to challenge someone, that's pretty much what I do. And the results can be incredible. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's inspirational, and every once in a while, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Kind of like the story I'm about to share next. Let me start by saying, if you're reading this, I'm actually surprised, because I didn't think this story would make the cut. The reason I say this is because the base of this story is so unbelievable. It actually makes it hard to believe, but it did happen. I was there, mind-blowing. I was scheduled to play a Saturday night show outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. The day started out just like any other travel day. We arrive at the airport the afternoon of the show and the driver picked us up to take us to the hotel. During the drive, we chatted with the driver. We'll call him Tony. And I hit it off with him right away. Tony was a real cool dude. We all laughed together and shared stories and route to the destination. Before getting out of the car, I decided to invite Tony to play basketball with us the next day. The show went well Saturday night, but it was nothing compared to what was going to happen on the Sunday night show. I just didn't know that yet. Tony picked us up Sunday morning to go play basketball. I like to exercise when I'm on the road, and Tony seemed pumped just to be hanging with us. The outdoor court where we were going to play was quite a ways away, so that gave us plenty of time to talk during the ride. Damon from my team asked, Hey, Tony, man, are you married? Nah, but I got a girlfriend. Cool, Damon replied. How long have you guys been dating? Four years. When my team heard that Tony had been dating his girlfriend for four years, they kind of looked at me as I prepared to chime in. They knew the conversation was about to go deeper, and that's exactly what happened. Listen, this is not something I do all the time. However, at this moment, I felt like it was cool to challenge a new friend. Four years is a long time, so I had to speak up. Four years, man? It's time to make a decision. Your phone has a ring. Why doesn't your girlfriend? What you waiting for? Now, I'm not normally this straightforward. I've challenged guys like this once or twice, but it's not like I'm just walking up to random dudes and telling them to get married. Well, there was that time in Anaheim. But Tony seemed like he was open to input and looking for some direction. And I felt like the time was right to give him a little nudge. He started getting emotional, so he pulled the car over to the side of the street. I'm thinking, dude, I still want to play ball before the show. He looked at me and said, man, you're right. I do need to marry her. I mean, I really do love her, but never mind. Then after looking puzzled and a little sad for a bit, he put the car back in drive and he headed to the basketball court. As we were driving along in silence, you didn't have to be a detective to know that Tony was in deep thought. That's when he said, Michael, I'd marry her today if I could. The problem is I don't have a ring to give her. I want to give her something nice. She deserves something special. And I don't have that kind of money. To me, that wasn't a problem. 
I challenge him, man, you can get a ring anywhere and attach a meaning to it to make it special. You can get her a ring out of a bubblegum machine and say to her, you know how sometimes gum will stick to your shoe? Well, that is how my heart is stuck on you. Maybe not exactly that, but you understand. If she really loves you, she will see it's not about where you are right now. It's about where you both can get to together. When your heart is in the right place, the only thing really left to do is trust God. There's a saying, the devil is in the details. Well, that's why I let God take care of him. Then I took it a step further. I said, if you get a ring today, I'll bring you up on stage during tonight's show and let you propose during my set. He seemed excited about this possibility. And I was excited because we arrived at the basketball court. These courts seemed to be out in the middle of nowhere. We all warmed up, picked teams, and started playing. By game two, I had crossed over four different players, causing their ankles to sprain, and dunked on two seven-footers. No need to fact-check this part, because that's not what this story's about. My friends and I were into the game, but I can tell that Tony wasn't really feeling it. He was obviously distracted. During a break between games, Tony brought up the topic of this proposal again. Sweating and out of breath, he said, Man, I'm excited to propose, but I just don't know how I'm going to find a ring. It seems impossible. I wasn't the least bit worried about it. See, my late friend Brian Clemmer used to say, When the intention is clear, the mechanism will appear. In other words, when your intentions line up with God's intentions, he will take care of the details. I had no idea what was about to happen. I was just thinking Tony could fashion a ring out of a soda can top or something. To me, the cost of the ring didn't matter. It was simply about following love. I shared that with Tony and told him not to sweat it. If he could come up with a ring or not, I was still willing to bring him on stage that night to give his girlfriend the proposal of a lifetime. We went back onto the court to play another game. I started dribbling, getting ready to pass the ball when a reflection from the ground caught the corner of my eye. I didn't pay it much mind at first because the ball was passed back to me and I had to dribble behind my back to spot the defense and use my left hand to score on some guy named Zion. But again, not important to the real story. After blocking James Harden's shot on the other end, I was bringing the ball back up and saw the shiny object again. Yo, hold up, I said, walking over to investigate what was hidden in the crack of the cement. As my eyes focused in disbelief, I just looked down at the ground, then down the court at Tony, then kind of up towards the sky. As all the men circled in, it must have looked like a scene from the movie Goonies. Or is it Sandlot? I don't remember. I picked it up, and yep, it was a diamond ring. We all looked at it in silence for a few beats, and then with no words, I handed it to Tony. We all went crazy and started jumping up and down and pushing Tony around in celebration as a smile on his face grew from amazement to joy. This was impossible. How could something that crazy actually happen? We were looking around to see if this was some kind of setup. Who finds a diamond ring in the middle of nowhere? Now, none of us on the basketball court were diamond experts that day, so I have no idea what the monetary value of the ring was. But here's what I told Tony. Dude, I don't know if that diamond is legit or not, but it's not the ring that has to be real for your relationship to work. It's your love and commitment that has to be authentic. To me, that ring is invaluable now because of the story it represents. When you line your heart with God's and choose to do what you feel is right, God takes care of the details. If you are reading this and you are married, let this ring represent that theme.
That night, still blown away by what happened on the basketball court earlier that day, called Tony up on the stage. It went down like this. I started improvising with some other audience members, creating funny off the cuff. Then I made my way over to the person I really wanted to talk to, Tony. Hey man, what's your name? Like we never met before. He said, I'm Tony. I was like, cool. Hey, how tall are you? He said, 6'2". I said, nah, you're not 6'2". I'm 6'2". Tony said, yes, I am. I got a physical a little while ago. I said, really? Stand up so I can see. Tony stood up. Then I said, you are not 6'2". I can't tell from where you are. Can you come up on stage, please? I don't even think you're close to 6'2". Tony came up on stage and stood next to me. We were clearly the same height. I said, well, looks like you are 6'2". I said, well, as long as I got you up here, you want to play a game? Tony said, sure, I'm down. I said, but it's a two-player game. Do you have a friend or anybody here who can play two? Tony said, I got a girlfriend. I said, awesome, is she here? Tony said, yeah, she's here with me tonight. So I said, bring her up. We need another person to play this game. Tony's girlfriend comes on the stage. I said, yo, Tony, hold this microphone for me one second. As soon as I handed Tony the mic, I stepped to the side. He looked at his girlfriend, dropped to one knee, and pulled out the ring. The crowd went berserk. The fact that Tony was willing to do the right thing, even though he didn't have all the details, was a huge step. Sometimes that's how we have to roll. We just have to take the next step even when we don't have everything figured out. We just have to be willing to believe that it's going to work out. I've never told that story on stage before because it sounds too impossible to be true. But aside from my slightly elevated basketball skills and the appearance of an NBA player in the game, it is actually 100% what happened that day. It was a moment I'll never forget. For me, it's a reminder that when you make the decision to do the right thing, God will always work out the details. When the intention is clear, the mechanism will appear. So the off the cuff moment I wanna go off the cuff on is simply this. If there's a dream or a purpose in your heart and God placed it there, just take a little nugget from Tony's story. Stop sweating the details. Press forward and do exactly what God called you to do. Don't think about the next step. Don't think about the fifth step or the sixth step or the seventh one. Just consider the very next one. Just bend your knee and move forward. Because although things may be impossible in your eyes, all things are possible with God. In fact, uh, Matthew 19:26 says, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I'm telling you, so if your heart is in the right place to do the right thing, God will take care of the rest. And notice how I put some emphasis on that word, on that last part. God will take care of the rest. Your job is simply to rest in him. Trust him and watch how impossible he will make things happen. Watch how he will make the impossible happen. They can get the book at funnyhowlifeworksbook.com. Yes. Cool. Thanks for mentioning that. Where can they get the book at? Funnyhowlifeworksbook.com. Have you? Did you guys? Have you ever been to the website? You seem very confused, both of you. I'm very confused as to what's just going on here. Yo, so we're telling them where to get the book at in yes, case people that want. I discover. I'm, I'm, I'm confused about the confusion mostly. Yeah, yeah, that's called life, isn't it, Nick? It's a Tuesday, yeah. So, Nick, that was your first time hearing the story, right? Yes. Yeah, What'd because you think? yeah, that's awesome. Honestly, like, because there have been a lot of uh, 
there have been a lot of things where I really want to know the full layout of the plan. I want to know every last detail and I want to be able to monitor it and just kind of keep my eye on it and all that other stuff. But the the main point that I always that the Lord has to keep telling me is just focus on the next step that I told you. Like, don't worry about the rest of it. Just let me take care of it. He's like, I've got the details worked out. You don't need to know every step. You just step when I tell you to step and you pause dope. when I tell you to pause. You know what? If we knew all the details, we wouldn't even take the next step. It would scare the mess out of us. Like it would scare us like crazy if we knew all the details. We'd be like, no, nah, I ain't doing this. No, Mm-mm. no, no. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine if, if, if God would be like, hey, so here's what he's going to do. I'm going to send a comedian to town, right? Yeah. You're going to have some friends with him. And then even though you can't play basketball, you're going to play basketball with him. And then you're going to find a crack. And like, you're going to find a diamond. In the, like, you're going to find crack? <laughs> you're going to find crack. <laughs> Got to be careful, though. <laughs> the neighborhood was a little rough. <laughs> so, boom. Get the book. Get the book. Funny how life works. Book.com. 